What's up, everyone? This is episode three with Hayden, Sean, and myself. We're going to talk about communication between teams and are, should there be standards in church? I don't know. you like that title of course there there has to be standards in church or it probably wouldn't be church i guess like it's great but yeah we're actually gonna unpack that i just wanted to you know throw that title in there because it catch people's attention They're like oh, scandalous you know i think i think maybe we'll see anyways we have, have a perfect podcast voice by the way do i really yeah wow this That's is great. great it's my my calling i guess I mean, I wish someone would call me at that point. Oh, hey, speaking of calling. Sorry. I like segues. We could have made that happen. Yeah. You know, I've never ridden a segue before. Me neither. I fell the first time did I you did. really? Yeah. Wow. Where are you on tangents? It's yeah. great. <laughs> we have half hour, so we'll we'll try to try to do this. So, uh, to my left, I have Hayden Prika. To my right, I have Sean McGee. What up? They are part of the Perrysburg Arts team. Uh, arts, music, arts, both production and music equals arts. This is now turned into a math problem. <laughs> Equation, do it again. Uh, divided by two equals Sean and Hayden. Here we are. Sweet. Yep. So Hayden is the music director of the Perrysburg campus. I'm sure it's not the exact word-for-word word title, but that, I is, think it is. that is it. Okay, great. And then Sean is the production director at the Perrysburg campus as well. Yes. Yep. Like doing good? <laughs> yeah. That's who yeah. we are. That's us. That's who we are. That's what we're doing. Um, so we are talking about communication between teams and should there be standards in church? Obviously, mm. that is, of course, a yes. Uh, I'm going to start with introductions between these two guys, because that's our first few episodes that we're going to be doing, is uh, getting to know staff, but in this case, Sean is actually an apprentice, which is close to staff, but instead, it's apprentice. It's apprentice, yes. I feel like it's some form of Jedi thing. Sure. Jedi apprentice or something, right? I don't Jedi, know. Jedi. I don't know There's like an ama- There's Wars. a master... There's a Padawan, I think. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways. So who wants to go first? I will. Hayden's going to go first. Hayden Prika, take it away. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? I turn, I turn 30 next week. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. He's old. Yeah. <laughs> He's not that old. Yeah. He doesn't turn look 30. old. He doesn't look old. That's good. That is good. Yeah. I'm trying my best to. I haven't seen any gray hair. Nope. That's good. I have a very solid skin regimen. Mm. That's not true. Wow. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. So, hey, so yeah, I'm, I turn 30. 30 years old next week. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, where mm. you're from. So I'm originally from Perrysburg. Um, I am married to Sydney. Uh, we have three crazy little Wait, boys. The city? So it's spelled like Sydney, Australia. Oh, okay. Yep. 
But yep. you're not married to I'm the city. I'm not married to the city, no. Okay, great. Anyways. Yeah. And you yeah. have how many kids? Three. Three. Henry, Pete, and Dax. Those are those are the, the dynamic trio. Yeah. So or the three musketeers. Henry is four, Pete is two, Dax is one. Nice. And so we are busy at home. Very busy. And everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. I'm originally from Perrysburg. Mm-hmm. Um and Grew up um, just kind of in this area. Then when Sydney and I got married, we were married for about a year. Then we moved up to Michigan and uh, about an hour north of Detroit. And I worked at a church up there called Kensington. And then um, we just decided that we kind of wanted to be closer to family with the boys. So moved back here and took a job at Cedar Creek at the no South. Way. Yeah. That's crazy. what our church is called. Yeah. That's so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and uh I was at South Toledo campus <laughs> for a little bit and then uh hopped on over to Peaberg. You went to Perrysburg High School, right? Yeah. I went to Perrysburg too. I know. We found out we are was a year. Yeah. A year apart. So when he came Just to kidding, South, it was two years. Is it two years? Two it years. Is, it is two years, yeah. That's weird. Uh, but yeah, he came on staff, and I'm like, Brick, that sounds familiar. And then I think someone came up and said something like, oh, do you know my sister? And your sister's Leah. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, sounds familiar. And then we were actually on like a trip with you guys, and we stopped by their house. And I, I saw her, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember now. Yeah. I actually, or no, you actually... Uh, <laughs> We were over for dinner one time at your house, and one of your kids brought out one of the one of the old yearbooks yes. that all of yeah. us were in. Yep. And we we're just like, "Oh, well, what did you know?" You yep. know, we just start. It's going it's funny, man. How just you go through life, and then you're like, just randomly meet people, and you're like, "Wait, we went to school together, and we just we probably walked past each other a million times, and just never never thought anything of it." Yeah, it's super weird. It's same thing with uh, Sarah Booker. I went the oh, yeah. same year as me, yeah. and we graduated, and, like, she lived in the same neighborhood I did. And so, like, when I found out she was on staff, I was like, yeah, I, I know exactly who you are. Yeah. And then, yeah, I always, like, work with her dad and, you know, down on production yep. stuff. So it's, it's just funny, small world. Um, so you worked at Kensington. Um, anything else? You want to add anything else? Nah, that's pretty much it about me. You're an OSU fan. Yeah, played football at yes. BG. You did play football in college. BG. Yep. You like vacations, which we'll talk I about. Love, th- we'll talk I love about vacations. that in a second. Okay. Cool. All right, Sean. What's up? You're up, man. Mr. <clears throat> McGee. Did you ever me. watch the show McGee and Me? No. Oh. <laughs> I gotta. Okay. Sorry. I know so what we're doing now. We're no, the we're worst people later. to have a podcast with. <laughs> no, this is great. It's awesome. It's fun. Oh wait. Uh, get give it up for Hayden. Oh dang it. <laughs> I always do this. There it is. It's a little late. That's fine. You know, I just I forget. Well, that's the last Appreciate the it. last episode. I totally forgot I had him. I was like, oh wait, that was a funny joke. Let me laugh and then hit the laugh button. Anyways, give it up for Sean McGee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I will be thirty in August. Oh my gosh, you're like the well, Let's I'm thirty-one. Yeah. You guys are the thirty you're club. Old. Yeah. Yeah, you're old. It's oh, fine. Okay, anyways. I'm the baby. It's fine. Um, I grew up in Oregon, Ohio. Born and raised. Went to Clay, which is not an accomplishment. 
Oh, come on. <laughs> hey, Leeds is you an education. You guys are like over here Perrysburg, and I'm like, over here, I'm like, yeah, I went to Clay. Cool. Uh, no. Grew up in Oregon. And then, uh, yeah. Come on, what'd you do after that? <laughs> I you go, lived wait, where'd you go to college? I went for a year and a half. So I went to Detroit Mercy for architecture oh. and transferred to BG, and their program was not the greatest, so I stop going okay so. you lived in chicago well is that what you did after bg yeah so i started working in the oil and gas industry okay and uh moved over to the good old juliet over in illinois and yep. uh married my now wife katie and we decided to come back home where our families are at and yeah yeah you lived in chicago yeah how, how many years Six years. Oh, wow. Yep. It was a while. And you did some stuff in a church yeah, out there, Yeah, right? so we got involved with the church out there and uh, actually became good friends and neighbors, legit neighbors of the arts pastor at the church. Mm-hmm. So I got pretty involved in playing music there and helping just setting up stage and, you know, transferring from old buildings to new buildings and just getting really involved so that's kind of where i grew a lot in my faith and my journey started really there you have a music background too i do what's I do. that what was what's that like oh joy no names will be an, uh named but oh wait um, what do you mean <clears throat> no names will be named but uh Boo. my wife and i have been in bands for years and yeah kind of chased music career in chicago and just didn't work out and it's okay. So Sean's not going to say it. Sean plays drums. Mm-hmm. I do. He's a drum, he's a oh, drum set at home. I can say that, yeah. Oh. I'm not going to say other names of groups or anything that I was in. What's your band name? What was the latest one? What's the one that... Oh, no. Well, this ain't even part of the podcast. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you an old band name of mine. It's probably one way better. One? Doubt it. I, I know so. I don't know. Uh, Try me. Okay, my latest band was Pantomime. What does that mean? That's the art of, I don't know, it's pantomime. I don't know. We got it from a... Uh, <laughs> All right, Google it. Keep talking. <laughs> we got it from a... Uh, shoot, what is the band name? Uh, it's a song title from Incubus. Oh, okay. And so... Interesting. So pantomime is the dramatic entertainment originating in Roman mime in which performers express meaning through... Oh, it cut off. It's like, there's another definition. Oh, through gestures accompanied by music. Yeah. Or an absurdly exaggerated piece of behavior. Well, sure. Which could, could be. So it was like yeah. me. Yeah. I get but, it. Nah, so just something that stuck out. My, one of my old band names was One Common Fate. <laughs> okay. That was the best. I'm going to look it up now. And then the next one, you can't, it's gone. Oh, I think the last thing we were on was MySpace, and that's depleted. Whoa. Oh, good old MySpace. Yeah. Well, actually, I came across a bunch of old CDs of mine, and I actually have, I don't think it's on my phone, I have three old songs. I don't know if they were probably not on there. I didn't know we were going to talk about this, but anyways. Yeah, that's, I'm not, it's okay. Pantomime, One Common Fate, Coming Together, Mega Band. We could. Yeah, School of Rock. Okay, anyways. School of Rock. And then you were an intern here. Yes. So Was it last year? It was it, last year, and you were an intern with Hayden. Yeah. Or not with, for Hayden. 
under yeah, Hayden. Yeah, it was, yeah, it didn't end up being under Hayden, yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't initially start out like that, but it was. And yeah. it ended up being really good. So, good. Yeah. Now here you are. Here I hanging am. Hanging out with us. Hanging out. This is great. With the cool guys. All right, I'm going to move on to uh, some get-to-know-you questions. Some more getting to know you. All right, here we go. Dream vacation. Europe for a month. I don't know. Never been out <laughs> of the country, so. There you go. Be cool. Yeah, my dream vacation is to be on vacation for forever. That's cheating. Yeah. Um, okay. But it's not vacation. So, retire. Reti- yeah. Basically. Yeah. To <laughs> retire. But that's not vacation then. Okay. So vacation. Um, my favorite place to go is Hawaii. And so, yeah, we're going there in June. Yeah. So I can't wait. Nice. Ten nice. days. No kids. Let's no go. Kids. Wow. Yeah. Are you even going to surf? Uh, no. He's going to play golf. I am going to play golf twice. Wow, Two only times. twice. Two times. Two well, times. it's so expensive. Like, literally the one round, I just looked it up last night, was $360. Wow, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, I'm like, Dad, help a brother out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as I can go. Yep. Uh, yeah, of course. Cool. And as you said, Europe. Yeah, I don't For know. For a month, Particularly I a month. Need to see Europe, you need to spend a lot of time. That's there. true. There's like, a lot of Europe. You almost have to do multiple trips. Yeah. Nice. But <laughs> I don't know. Fun. I I don't know. We like just seeing uh, even things in the states that you can't mm-hmm. see all the time. Yeah. National parks and stuff like that. It's cool. Fun. All right. Next one. Favorite movie or TV show, or is there a show or movie that you have watched or are watching that you're like really into? Well, you brought it up earlier. I know. School of School of Rock was really good. Oh I, wow, it's, it's one of my favorites. Okay. It's so funny. I watch it all the time. I just movie. watched it last week. It's great. It is good. Solid. It is. Hayden. Um, one of my favorite shows of all time is Prison Break. Mm. Love that show. Um. But if you're going more the comedy route, I love Seinfeld or How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Something I've been into recently that we just finished watching together was The Circle. Oh, my gosh. What a funny show. (laughs) Have you not seen that? No. Okay. The Circle? Yeah, Yeah. it's on Netflix. When did did we finish that? Last Last week? week? Yeah. And there's already a new season coming out soon, so... Yeah, it's weird. Anyways, that's great. Great choices. Cool. All right, I'm going to keep moving. Sweet. Let's go. All right, whole topic, communication between teams. So the reason why I have these two guys here, because they're both uh, affiliated in our Perrysburg slash broadcast campus. Um, I think it was, I'm going to say two, no, not more than two, maybe like eh, two and a half or three years uh since we like actually decided we wanted to dedicate uh or split the position to where well give, let me give an example each campus has an arts director which they're technically head of production and music but then over the years we've had um an awareness understanding that an arts director cannot uh be on and off the stage at the same time and be able to do like both positions well so when it came to our Perrysburg campus, um, we were like, okay, well, let's split the position, get two people 
get one person uh, holding down production and then another person holding down music. So the person that was before you was Lucas, which yes. we have not had on yet, which he will be on here at some point. A genius. He is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anyone ever listens to our online broadcast service, you hear his mix. Um, Incredible. For the most part. So yeah. good. He's the master of everything. Yeah, very thankful to have him on our team. Um, He was the one before you, so he's kind of, I won't say the guinea pig, but he's the one that kind of was able to flush a lot of things out. Um, And then now here you are with this man over here. Um, And I just wanted to, I don't know exactly where it's going to go, but I want to talk about how important communication is. especially between two directors. Um, yeah. And in light of, uh, so put your put yourself in a position of a weekend service. Um, I guess, what does that look like before a weekend? Say, like, leading up to a week. How does communication look like for you two in order to get prepared properly and um, as uh, clearly as possible between you two? Hayden and I don't talk. We talk maybe 10 minutes a month. I'm just no. joking. Um, <clears throat> I feel like with the internship last year and working together, it really uh, created a, a relationship where we openly communicate kind of like subconsciously of like what's going to happen throughout the week and throughout the series that we're in or whatnot. So we're always communicating and whether we – think we are or like purposely doing it or not um i think it's just important to connect because i i need to know who he's going to be having on stage what's happening on stage he needs also know what i'm going to be doing to help coach his team and uh and all the different changes or camera shots or whatnot that's going to happen um or different elements or anything that we're doing drastically other than a normal like worship set so yeah I think there's a lot of times throughout the week that um, we don't necessarily have a set schedule of how we're communicating Um, it seems like it can come in a random text message of like hey Mm -hmm. um, just so you know I need this or (laughs) just so you know this is happening or just a, a, a conversation in passing, but um, it's super helpful to have Sean on the other end for me because uh, he can give me feedback. Um, and especially having a production director that is a musician uh, is massively helpful because when I'm stuck on stage and I have my in-ears in, I can't see a video behind me. I can't see what's going up on the side screens. I sometimes will miss tone of a guitar or like any of those things. Um, it's super helpful for him to be able to, um, communicate that to me. And since we have had that relationship in the past of like, you know, he can come to me and he can say, dude, this isn't good. Like I know where he's coming from. And so I don't have to get offended or anything like that. Um, and, I can kind of the same way go to him and say, dude, like this wasn't good. Yeah. Um, and not in like a mean way or, or anything like that, but like, 
hey, we, we have a lot of things that we need to do and we have a lot of things to get going. And I know I'm not going to hurt his feelings by saying like, this wasn't good and we need to change this. Yeah. Um, and so that we can be on the same page and we can be, be working forward um, to do that. And so, yeah, there's just a ton of times where our communication is um, quick and um, a lot of times we don't necessarily, like I said, we don't have a schedule for it, but, you know, we we are open with each other about it's what we consistent. need. Yep, yeah. it's consistent. It's like we're our eyes and ears for each other. Totally. In a sense. Yeah. So, so, yeah, Hayden touched on the point where the, the key thing of, of splitting this position uh, specifically at our Perrysburg campus to begin with was, um, you know, Hayden – in his context, he's a he plays acoustic, he leads, he, uh, he sings. So to have to sacrifice, uh, whether it's a run-through or even moments in rehearsal to where he's like, okay, hold on, guys, I need to go out mm-hmm. in the house and listen, um, kind of takes away from you actually doing another part of your job because yep. then you're having to try and fill again, another part of your job at the same time. It's just impossible. You can't right. wear that at the same time. Well, and that was, like, for instance, when I was at South, I would have to take, like, the first run-through and go out there and listen. But even at that at that time, like, when I'm listening to the mix or I'm looking at screens, like, I'm sacrificing um, my part in the music. And so it's like, well, is that even really an accurate representation? Not really, no. Um, so... Yeah, there's a lot of things that I'm just I'm thankful that he's around <laughs> because I obviously I can't be be everywhere like you said. Right. Yeah, and I can't sing, so Hayden's very viable in my situation. <laughs> so. Yeah, there's uh, it's another context too where uh, with growth track uh, after you go through that you get put on a dream team. So for example, all of our um, musicians at our campuses are considered a part of the dream team. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think in more focused form, it's like a music dream team, then equals um, actual other layers that we've been starting to build with like uh, coordinators, coaches. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that's why I feel like like having two people is great. And some campuses probably feel like they should. And, but that's where that structure comes into place. Right, Yeah. yeah, that dream team structure. So then now, instead of just Perrysburg having this mm. this potential here like we have between you two, now every campus could ultimately have the same quality, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is great. Yeah, I mean, I, even for my, like, just my music team, that has been super helpful So because you know how hard it is to even be able to hear everything when you're on stage. Oh, yeah. It's and impossible. so it's like, well, I can't do that. I need other ears to be like, hey, let me know if there's things that are wrong. Yeah. Let me know if there's things that we can improve on. Um, so, yeah, I think that that structure is is really helpful to um, get the most amount of eyes and ears on things, mm-hmm. but then also allow people to kind of um, just take more leadership and have more ownership within the team. Totally. Because, I mean, over the years we've seen people um, like – like shout out to like Brent, mm-hmm. um, Kamisha. There's people that have been around for a good while that were like, they know the DNA of our church. They know they know a lot of the people that are on the team now or 
you know, have come and gone, you know, vice versa. They know all the systems because they've been around it for a while. So it's like, what are ways that we can allow them to step into a, a bigger, a bigger calling or a bigger, uh, you know, responsibility that mm-hmm. will allow them to, you know, utilize this, this additional stuff that they've kind of, uh, you know, learned and, you know, yep. were able to, to uh, excel in over the years. So, yeah, absolutely. That's I feel great. like that's super helpful uh, and helps with communication as well. Um, having having people that can help lead your team alongside of you leading your team it also helps with just making sure people are aware and growing and learning and continuously mm-hmm. developing their skills. And totally. Which leads into the next half of this topic. Should there be standards in church? I know it's so general. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there should. All right, we're done. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Standards. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on, like, standards of what. Yeah. Um, that's a very broad topic. So I don't know if you have. I mean, you, yeah. I'm not even going to say what I said earlier. But so, uh, you have more of a so I love <laughs> definitions. Over the years, I've learned to look up a, a word. I don't know exactly what it means because uh, you get a lot more context uh, pertaining to what you're actually trying to talk about. So standard um, says a level of quality or attainment, an idea or thing used as a measure, a norm, or I opened it up. I lost my place. Uh, as a measure, norm, or model of comparative evaluations. Mm or uh, standards is principles of conduct informed by notions of honor and decency. That's a little bit too much. Uh, well, that's the standard I feel <laughs> yeah. like everybody knows. Is, e- right. Is that second one. But yeah. 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 I, I mean, I feel like standards-wise, a- absolutely. I've been a part of, uh, or I've been to some places that don't have standards, and it's very obvious. Um, it seems like it's not always helpful to the um, attender or to the people that you're trying to reach. It feels more so like a distraction. Um, so I think there's there's that side of it, but then there's also just the side of like for your actual team members, like individuals, and allowing them to grow and to develop. You kind of threw that word out earlier, development. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, it just kind of is how do you want to approach the standards and how do you want to effectively implement that into your team? Yeah, I, there should be standards, yes. And I know here at Cedar Creek we use the word excellence a lot and it could be hit or miss on whether people like that word. Um, but yeah, it's just having a, a level of standard that's you're always striving to be great, always ex- striving to be excellent at what you do, yes. But you got to know that there's always room for growth, room for improvement. There's going to be changes. There's going to be mm-hmm. new things that come in. There's going to be well, – you might do something one year, and by the next year at the same time, it's completely different, completely different. Yeah, you threw, you threw out the word in your definition, I think, evaluations. Yeah. And – that was actually something that I did for our team earlier this year. Yeah. 
And it was really helpful for, for me to even um, think through everybody individually. But then I think it was also helpful for them on the receiving end of like, hey, this is where you're at. This is where I see you. Um, and these are areas where you are really good. You're really strong. But here's some areas that like we can we see we can see growth, and and that's gonna make you better. That's gonna make our team better. That's gonna make the experience better. And how do we always kind of live in that realm of, well, nobody wants to stay mediocre at something. I'd hope not. Well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'd hope not. Um, and so for uh like for me, I want people to call me out and be like, hey, these are areas where you can grow, and it's not always great or fun to receive that um but you need it yeah so i don't know for for me i we kind of talked a a little bit about the word excellence yeah and it can be hit or miss if if people like it yeah for me personally i love it because it's like something that i'm striving for Mm -hmm. and i think some of it like i said earlier comes back comes from my background of um like sports things like that where i potentially was, um, you know, people were just harder on you in those areas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so for, for me, I'm like, yes, I want to get better. I want to be excellent. Um, not for the sake of excellence. Um, but because I feel like it's God honoring, I feel like it creates a better environment, environment for people to, um, experience God. I feel Mm -hmm. like it. Um, is, you know, less distracting and mm-hmm. it's something that somebody wants to be a part of. Right. Like you've never, you've never looked at something and been like, Ooh, that's really bad. And I want to be a part of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. always like, man, like, that's really good. And I want to be a part of that. I think excellent. Yeah. I think excellence is just like, it's just trying to be and do the best you can possibly be. Absolutely. But con- continuing like growing in that mm-hmm. area as well. So, yeah, yeah, not not being complacent. Everybody's level yeah. of excellence is different. Yeah, and yep. it's okay. But as long as you're growing and learning and developing together, mm-hmm. uh, the the phrase uh, the phrase that came to my head when we were talking about this is uh, being held to a higher standard. Or I like I'll mm-hmm. hear that you know in a movie or or a book or something like that. And I thought I was like, okay, well, how does that pertain to this? And then I thought, well, how does that pertain to me as a Christian, as a Christ follower? That I mean, that in itself, I should be held to a higher standard because I'm already called to be living something that's totally different from the normal world. So it's just like, if you're not doing that, you're probably not, if you're not following a standard, you're not, probably not following a good one, if that. Sure, yeah. Um, but it's, mm, it's, I've always, and I know all of us have always encouraged our team, our dream team to understand, like, we're not, we're not trying to make you feel terrible. We don't want to do that. That's not Mm -hmm. what the church is called to be. We're supposed to be uplifting. We're supposed to be loving, caring, but at the same time, it's like, if you're coming to church just to come inside a building and not learn anything, not stretch yourself, not, you know, figure some question out or even uh, not even give yourself the space to ask that question because yeah. maybe you're afraid of the answer. Like, mm-hmm. 
I think uh, that all all of that can somehow connect or tie into music and what we do on the stage here. Um, even sometimes if we're not on the stage, if we're at home, I know you have a piano, you have a piano. Uh, if we're just at home, just kind of worshiping with our family or just, you know, humming a song, whatever it is, it's just, you know, do something that's, that's different, you know, don't be the normal you that you think you are. Mm. Always try to find that, that next new thing that, you know, God's calling you into or God's calling you towards. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like, I feel like JD, you hit a, like a, a good area of like standards and excellence isn't always based on a skill right or something it's more of a mindset it's totally standards and excellence are how are you growing spiritually mentally physically not just oh i hit the wrong button Mm -hmm. i need to get better and grow at that no it's 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 a lifestyle Mm -hmm. yeah there's there's a there's a podcast i listened to today uh, off of Carrie Newhoff's podcast. It's, uh, is John Acuff in it? Do you know who that is? No? Do you? I think so. Okay. Yeah, he's he's an author. He's, like, written a bunch of books, but he's coming out with a couple of books. There's one recently he's coming out, like, talking about overthinking. And, bro, it's it sounds mm. really good. But uh, he, he said something in there in kind of involving mindset and how that's that's really where a lot of it stems from. It's just, like, like he, when you said mindset, I was like, oh yeah, your mind, the way you think, that's a muscle. Yeah. You gotta you gotta work it out. You gotta get it stronger, so you can understand. Okay, what do I need to change? How I need to change it? Like it could be that simple. But there's a lot of people they just overthink things, or they maybe get, you know, like great great segue. Okay, now we're getting to overthinking, talking about this stuff. Um, last thing. Or close to last thing. Tell me about the situation that happened this past weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was on vacation. Yeah, Sean was on vacation. So we had uh, <laughs> so we had miscommunication between myself and the the production team this past week, and um, it led to a massive train wreck of a song on a weekend and when you have those moments and you walk off stage and your whole team feels like massively embarrassed they feel discouraged they feel like man i'm not coming back tomorrow yeah like they just got punched in the gut like i don't i feel terrible and for me it was really great because i had the opportunity to like step in and to say, okay, was it good? No, but that's okay. Like I, I see the way that you guys are feeling right now. And I know that's not what you want. That's not what you were striving for. That's not. And what for them to actually like feel like that, yeah. that instantly told you like, okay, they met, they care, right. they right. care of what they, what they did. And so that's where the standard of excellence comes in of yeah. like, you want, you want to do better. You want to strive for, for more. And, um, as I was talking with, you know, some of the the team members on Sunday morning of just being like, could you sleep? No, I felt like (laughs) so stressed out. And, um, Sunday morning comes around and it was 
massively better. Mm -hmm. And for the team to care enough to feel that way, um, but not stay there was really, really impressive. And like, I'm never going to be mad at that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because, well, A, I'm a part of it. Yeah. And B, like, I'm the one, like, technically responsible for that, leading it. And so that's a, like, that's a fail on my part. But to come alongside of them and for us as a group to be like, okay, cool. We don't have to stay here. Yeah. Um, Don't overthink it. Don't try to do more than you want to. Just do what you know how to do. Yeah. Right. And and everything will be okay. Um, just, and we got to we got to a point in the weekend where um rather than being up there almost waiting for it to go wrong mm-hmm. you could see people start to f- to let that go into worship and that was really freeing for me to be able to look at our band and say man y'all y'all really killed it yeah like it was it was a solid weekend yeah so that's great. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Were you going to say something? Yeah, I just, I, it's it's interesting because, like, you see your team members, like, when they make a mistake or mess up, they get they get down. Well, that's just because they have that standard or that excellence in mind of where they want to be. Mm-hmm. So them, like, realizing that and wanting to grow and, like, be better, that's, that's where you want your team to be at. That's where you mm-hmm. want them to, like, they want to grow. They want to be better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you just you, know, you just have to make sure we all have to make sure you know, we we make the decision ourselves and say, all right, I need to take a step. I need to I need to do better at whatever it is that I think I screwed up on, and make sure that we actually follow through with it. Yeah, if you don't follow through, you're just not going to move. Yeah, I think on the on the opposite end of that though is that when we do see success, mm-hmm. celebrate that. Yes, yeah. totally. And to to not just always sit in this like it's got to be better. It's got to be better. It's got to be better. It's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. But also at the same point, celebrate when, when we do it well. Yeah. And celebrate Um, the progress too. Yeah, absolutely. If you're working on something new or different and it's, it's slowly getting there, celebrate that progress Mm -hmm. because little progress is just like that steps going towards that excellence that you're now driving. Yeah. And I think that this is a great reminder for me, honestly, because um, I don't always celebrate success. And mm. sometimes in my mind, I'm like, that's what I should have done the whole time. <laughs> that's, that's the way it should be. Right. It's like, was that, well, well celebrate yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, you have a really good solid weekend, whether it's production or, uh, music. Yes. That's the way it should be. That's the excellence. That's your standard that you're driving, but yes, celebrate it. Yeah. yeah, that's that's always been one thing we've we've uh, always tried to remind ourselves here, around here. We always lose sight of that sometimes, but uh, it's I think I think I hope we're getting better at it. I think we are. Um, yeah, cool. Well, there you go. I think it's it. I and Sean's over here saying we we keep going. We keep going. No, I'm well. I'm good. I mean, we're already already 40 minutes in i'm i'm actually kind of like the fact that it's a little bit shorter because yep. it's less that i have to edit so <laughs> um <laughs> yeah if anyone cares there's no uh, outtakes or anything because nothing 
crazies happen. I usually oh, try man. to keep that stuff in. So I didn't usually. say anything too bad. Yeah. I didn't say much. <laughs> <laughs> you had I had to, to get put that, that in, in there. at least once. At least once. <laughs> Just at least one time. So funny. That's great. Cool, guys. Well, thanks for hanging. Let's do it again. We'll do it again. It's going to be super fun. Yeah. Um, Hopefully that answered your questions. Oh, it's great. Hayden, Sean, thank you. Appreciate thank you. you. Peace.